Good evening and welcome to 48 Shades of Football, everybody's favourite Korean English language footballing podcast. And uh, that wasn't a very good start, was it? It wasn't really, no. Like, well, it's been a long, long time, hasn't is it? Is it Korean English language podcast Korean or Korean or Fo- podcast about Korean English football? English language Korean footballing podcast, yeah. Wow. I, didn't, I didn't make this this script. No, I did make the script yeah. uh, a long time ago. It's still everyone's favourite English language podcast about the K-League. Right, um, where, it's been a long time. Uh, where, where are we tonight? Uh, we're amazingly in the same place we were last time I did a podcast, which is down near Anyangton, wherever it's called, the uh, the little uh, five-a-side football pitch. I thought I said five-a-side, the seven-a-side football pitch. It's an 11-a-side football pitch. It's a full-size side, football full pitch. Size. It's been so long since I've been in the stadium, <laughs> yeah. I forgot what a football pitch actually looks like. Unless it's on the screen. This is on a screen. It's actually the confluence of Anyang Chan and Dorim Chan. And you can see a little bit of K League history in the background because you can see the top of the Mokdong baseball, but also the Mokdong football stadium as well, which of course uh, was home to K League for several seasons. So, Yeah, and for anyone who's listening, this is not the same episode as the last time we did it here, and Asa said the exact same thing. Did sentence I say the same thing? At okay. the exact same time. Okay, well, it's been a long time. What have you been up to? Um, I've been working uh, online, I've been raising. Raising a terror, uh, my beer. Uh, yes, my my baby is now seven months old. Uh, he's now um, he's now able to to shout and swear um, and throw and throw things. So we're getting ready to go to K League next season. He'll be a Butchon fan then. He'll be a Butchon fan. Yeah, he's probably a, probably more intelligent than most people who actually blog about K League these days. But anyway, yeah, he's uh, yeah he's he's getting all excited. Uh, he's got a, a, a little Celtic hat. Uh, and um, nothing black yet. Uh, I need to buy him a black T-shirt or something, so we can go next season with like, the whole Songnam Celtic kit on. Uh, Paul uh, Paul is not joining us today because he was uh, he was he was last spotted outside the Guangyang Football Stadium at ten twenty this morning, which is interesting. I've no idea what he's doing down there. Cycling, maybe. Uh, he was claiming he he, he was cycling, but yeah. um, to be perfectly honest, I doubt that very much. So he went down to the Guangyang Stadium. I was at the uh, I was at the Songnam Stadium yesterday, uh, just outside uh, drinking a beer as one as as, as one does. Uh, that does look like it's the closest we're getting to any stadiums this year, isn't it? Yes, I was also outside uh, Seoul World Cup Stadium uh, two weeks ago buying, were, yes. buying some Macaulay, uh, and I remarked on how the FC Seoul Fan Park Cafe was open, but the GS was all roped up and you couldn't sit there. The little ones at the top of the escalators at the subway, yeah. where there's the, the fan park and the uh, yeah. and, and the GS opposite each other. So the the tables at the coffee shop at the fan park were open, and yep. the tables at GS were roped off. So you could have a coffee, but you couldn't have a beer outside, basically. Well, in fairness, most during the week, most people who go to that GS25 are usually old blokes who go there to smoke and spit. So it's probably I, a good idea. I was not complaining. Okay. To be to be perfectly honest, eh? I stood and had a bottle of Markley straight from the bottle. <laughs> Lovely. Okay, and um, Kaylee, uh, obviously it's been a long while since since, since we chatted, but Songnam, they're, they're still hanging in there. So we got our first win, uh, our first sorry, our first home win um, of the season. Like one of the biggest complaints uh, from, I want to say the Songnam fans, but it's really just Tom, uh, but one of the biggest complaints uh, has been that Kim Nam-in was is, is tactically inept at home. Um, and we've been unable to win any of our home games um, up until now. Uh, so that was obviously not going to change when we hosted John Book. Uh, and the game that should have actually been on my birthday, 
uh, but because the international games where we were cancelled, it was actually brought forward and things were, were rescheduled. Um, he set up with a four, what, three, three, a three, 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 two or something crazy. It's some really weird looking formation that I'd never seen before. That would be quite crazy if they had some um, they had three, eleven outfield players. Yeah, yes. three, 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 one or something. Like that. Anyway, um, but the just like the um, the game down in Jonju, we like quickly took the lead. Uh, we then scored a second uh, after half time. Uh, and to be honest, like Jonju were never really in the game. Uh, even when Songnam went out to ten men for a quite, I mean. I want to get your viewpoint on this in a minute, but for a quite shocking uh, red card, um, which has now been like actually agreed upon as being valid mm-hmm. by the refereeing association, uh, even when Songnam went out of ten men, John Book were still nowhere, nowhere close to even clawing one goal back. Never mind two. Um, but I mean, if you're a John Book fan, right, and you can't win for love nor money, I think they've lost. I think they've drawn two and lost one in the, in the last three. I think tonight is the big Ulsan derby, uh, the big Hyundai derby even. Uh, Ulsan have also dropped points in every one of those games, I think. Um, and it has generally been been uh, generally been John Book dropping them first and then Ulsan always yeah. playing second and failing to, so, to take advantage. I mean, we, we do... It's quite interesting, I think, is that we do laugh a lot about last year, you know, about, uh, you know, Kim sung uh, throwing, like, throwing the title. Uh, you literally. Know, literally. Uh, you know, the year before that, uh, they lost the FA Cup to Daegu that they should never have done over two legs. I mean, Daegu were not the Daegu they are now, so to speak. You mean the Daegu that haven't, haven't got a win in five? Uh... Yeah, but you know what I mean? I mean, Daegu yeah, are no, still I see, I see. far more established yeah. now than they were a couple of years ago. Uh, I mean, there is a kind of running joke about Kim Do-hyun being, you know, the, an absolute bottle merchant. And yet it's still happening. Like, John Bukar literally gifting Osan the title and Osan really should be 10 points clear right now and instead I think they're 5 points clear um, so it's like it, it's been a strange it's been Does, a strange year because there's a there's a there's malaise is that the word there's like a kind of like a kind of lethargy apathy for myself of, does like, anyone want towards the, the games the title can only go to, to two teams, one and of two teams, and, and neither of those two particularly. Yeah. We were watching the watching the U.S. Open tennis final actually yesterday, and we were watching uh, Zverev and team, and it, it came down to, to to a fifth set, and uh, some some wag, name of Eddie, uh, was saying um, Zverev was serving for, for for the match, and obviously he, he lost his serve, and he was saying, "Wow, always wanted to see how Zverev would do when serving for a slam. He did much better than I thought he would. He didn't make a double fault, and he actually won two points. And that's what it look, kind of looks like watching Olsen, yeah. Olsen take the lead at the top of the at the top of the K League right now. Does does anyone is anyone going to? Well, one of them is going to get over the line, but it, it could be more by default than anything yeah. else. I mean, they do play as I said. They do play this week, this midweek. Uh, they play actually in an hour and a half um, at John Book. Um, I mean, is that why we're not doing any predictions today? It is. Like, you would imagine. Well, I can edit would, them in later. Yes. You would say that, you know, it's the title decider, but come on, it's going to be a nothing East draw. Or a two East draw. Or a four East draw. Or a five East draw. Or a one East draw. It's going to be a draw. That's it. I mean, my prediction is it's going to be a draw. Your, your prediction, you, you didn't, uh, obviously, we didn't have a podcast, you didn't tell, 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 tell the world about it, but you were very confident of Songham beating John Book last week. I was indeed. Like, I, I, I thought we. Possibly because of the way they played when, when they. 
when, when they drew down at John Book, John Book a month ago. But I mean, they should have won. There's something about Kim that he he seems to he changes his tactics in his squad for almost every single game, and he seems to be able to play. For example, both games against Ulsan, we have matched Ulsan, they and really have been unlucky. Uh, a dodgy penalty in the last game mm-hmm. when we were in a soju restaurant drinking Changwon soju or something uh, like a dodgy penalty it's that Osan nice was really good actually that Osan took the lead or maybe went 2-0 up um, Songnam pulled one back and I think you'd left by that point yeah when we play um, <laughs> when we play I was in the bathroom I think when we play um, when we play the bigger teams like the Osans the John Books maybe not so much Pohang um, we, he tends to raise his game and he tends to get more from his players. That's a, that's a cliche, though, isn't it? It's the sort it of cliche, cliche that, oh, you it, know, we raise our game when we play the... But it does seem to be true. And I was I was pretty, not not certain, but I was pretty confident that we would beat uh, John Book. Or that, yeah, I was confident that we would beat John Book last weekend. I think they beat John Book last weekend by playing the way they did in the first half down at down in Jonju yeah. uh, a, a month ago. And they didn't they didn't change at half-time this... this uh, they, they were winning winning at half time yeah. then they suddenly stuck, tried to stick 10 men behind the ball to defend which you yeah. can't do against, against yeah. John Book so. so John Book for me have been disappointing all season I think Ozzy Murray's jacket must be on a shaky peg it must be I mean I, I, he he doesn't look like he I think we said this last time I mean it's like you know he seems to be able he, he, he doesn't seem to be able to set a team up from kickoff. he seems to scream at them at half time and they're, they perform you know, moderately better second half, but their first half performances this season have been utterly woeful. I mean, I'm saying that probably statistically wise, they've probably been ahead most games. <laughs> but my impression of them is like they are there for the taking in the first half, mm-hmm. and I think really tonight, Wilson have got to go like 100% at them like, from the kickoff, trying to just like tear them apart and. Okay, well, well, by the time this goes up, if this goes up, then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll know what happened there, so we won't really speculate on it any further. Uh, as for, for Songnam, their most recent game was the nothing each draw against Sangju yep. at, the, at the weekend. A couple of tricky games coming up, but how confident are you that Songnam are not going to finish bottom of the league? Oh, they're not going to finish bottom of the league. Uh, right now, there is seven points between uh, Songnam and Incheon. Um, I think... There is five points between Songnam and uh, Suwon Blue Wings. Uh, if Blue Wings finish above Songnam, I will never watch an arcade game again. I don't. I, I, I think Blue Wings are potentially the worst team in the league, to be honest. Oh, um, a few, a few. I was saying that about Seoul before before Che Che left. Seoul, I, you you couldn't see where a goal was coming from for Seoul, let alone let alone a win. That now seems to have translated itself to. I know they got that win at Pohang a couple of weeks ago. But that seems to have translated itself to to, to Suwon Blue Wings, and the, the game. I don't know if you if you watch the uh, what used to be called the Super Match yeah. of the weekend. I don't think yeah. it really justifies that title now. Seoul were not good, but they were markedly better than Suwon. I think um, since Kim Ho Young came in uh, and was officially named as caretaker, actually even before he was officially named as caretaker manager, uh, he, 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 I think his first game in charge uh, was the game that he beat Songnam. Um, Tottenham were far by were by far the better team that day, but they got the goal. Two, uh, the the one to one, Yun Jute I think scored both yeah, goals yeah. that day. Yeah, and I think he's definitely steadied the ship. Um, he's definitely. I mean, how many clichés can I throw in in one podcast? But he's <laughs> he's he's definitely got them believing a little bit more. Uh, 
I think I said to you, maybe even in the last podcast, like I felt the biggest difference between, for me, Seoul and Blue Wings is that Seoul had the, the players that could turn it on in a big game. Mm. The Parchi Young, the Osmars, uh, now the Ki Sung Young. So do you what, Ki Sung Young is starting to look a little bit more with it as well. Yeah. So like you know, like they do have players that that are are capable of being better than the opposition. Mm. You know, over the course of a game, you look at that Blue Wings team. Yom scored a penalty uh, in the super match, but Yom's like what fifty-five. Mm. Um, you've got Adam Taggart can't even get on the pitch. What's going on there? Hey? No idea. He's now apparently moving to the Middle East or something. I think so. Is, yeah. Which is what all Australian footballers do, yeah. I guess. You've got that other Australian, even. Even Terry Antonis. Yeah, who just looks like a head case. Um, and then, I, I don't know, like, they, they, they sold Hong Chow to Ulsan and never replaced them. Uh, and I think Blue Wings look like a team, they've been in free fall for a while. Um, they've been in free fall. I actually wrote a blog post about them saying that they were the same as um, uh, the, the Korean guy in, 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 in The Walking Dead. And they, they, they kept just, avoid, just avoiding death. In every episode, but at one point in time, it was going to come and get them. Well, we thought that would be with Incheon, to be quite honest. And um, like, I think they, I think they are like they're a team that's been in free fall for a few years. Do you think the, um, do you think the, the, the lack of fan, like I, I've got no no time for this myth that they're the best fans in Korea and all that. Um, all three thousand of them last season. But do you think there might be the case they had fans that the fans might put a rocket under them? They might start... I mean, we always say how, how many games until the Suwon fans are lying in front of the bus. They haven't right. had that this year. So I they think, haven't been allowed to lie in front of the bus. So I, I actually tweeted this story um, maybe last week um, when people were talking about, you know, how, how, how lucky are Blue Wings team this season that there's no fans, right? To kind of lie in front of the bus and so on, right? And that's the thing. I mean, like, Blue Wings... I think have, they needed that. I think they needed yeah. someone lying yeah. in front of the bus. And, I, and I, that's what I was about to say. I think Blue Wings go three defeats... And the fans are like throwing bricks at the bus and lying in front of it and protesting. And I remember down in Pohang when uh, Songnam lost 1 0 in Pohang to fall into the playoffs. And uh, the Songnam fans, there was two buses went down that day, and the Songnam fans tried to block the players' bus as it was leaving. And uh, Nick was the fan leader at the time, and he was screaming at uh, Kim Do Hyun, who was the captain. And then he turned around and looked, and he realised there was a bunch of kids standing and there was people were, were swearing so they stopped put the kids on the bus closed the doors and then started shouting again at the players <laughs> and I think that's the difference like Blue Wings literally don't do that do you know what I mean like they don't care and I think the, the Blue Wings players over the last couple of seasons have needed perhaps that fear of their fans that kind of you know if we don't turn it on right now this second half mm-hmm. they're going to be out there blocking buses and I think few other fans in Korea really react quite as bad well, like I actually K1. think so I, I think my, my team Ipswich Town I think is going to benefit immensely from there being no fans because the negativity has been around our yeah. club for years and years and years playing at home has been a, has been a, a, a real difficulty some extent FC Seoul as well playing at home has not necessarily been that easy for them yeah. um, but I think Blue Wings are probably the ones that there isn't necessarily the negativity during the game but there's the fear of letting them down and yeah. what they're going to do after the game and I think the, the point there about FC Seoul, and this is not a slight on, on FC Seoul. It's Come not, on, it's, it's going to be, isn't it? No, it's, it's, it's not their fault that they're in the World Cup Stadium. But FC Seoul literally play in front of no fans every single game so, at home so anyway. So the Suwon? 
you know what I mean? But that cavernous 65,000 seater stadium. Cavernous 43,000. It's not cavernous. And, and have about, it was still one had about 4,000 last year. Yeah, Seoul had about 12,000. The big one's not as intimidating as a World Cup stadium in terms of noticing. It's not as, ca- it's not as cavernous. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're closer no to the pitch. You're, yeah. You're, yeah. But I think, you know, they, as much as we slam them, you know, like Dispatcho or whatever it's called at half time and, you know, like their songs and their colour, I think the fans do probably get maybe the players to push that extra extra couple of yards yeah, um, whatever they've seen on YouTube that week from South America or yeah. Europe they're going to copy yeah that's and true and I think Blue Wings are really suffering mm. I mean Songnam have won one game at home all well, season we used to call it Fortress Tension didn't we yeah I mean like, you won one game at home um, so I think some teams it seems to be impacting more than others um, so I, I don't know I mean for me I think um, as I said I think Blue Wings have been in a, in, a, in a bad spot for a long long time and I think they're now Realising where they are, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I say the same thing about like so as well. I think I think so are a, a long way away from being a top three team again. I think Che did an exceptional job last season. He get them into the ACL, which we'll talk about in a minute, which is a complete farce. But anyway, uh, and I think Blue Wings, I think Blue Wings fans have to realise that they are not a top six team anymore. So of course it's all could change if they if they beat Pohang tomorrow, but um, not the top six thing. Not, <laughs> not the top six, but uh, right now the just you know, tonight and tomorrow's matches, and then the weekend's matches before the split, and then of course the split the fixtures are done in, in such a way that it's based on the league position now. So it would be Incheon and Suwon playing each other in the last game of the season, wouldn't it? It would be yes. So if that happens, is there going to be? Are we all going to do it on Zoom? Are we going to have a coalition of the self-righteous going in the virtual away end uh, to, uh, to, to 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 wish that the evil Suwon Blue Wings get relegated? Yeah, even are we? Well, I never think it's so, something so pathetic as that. I mean, I'm not getting involved in that. Well, but, you didn't go, but I didn't. I didn't go. No. no. Um, but what I will say is that it's an interesting point for me. Um, you know, as a Songnam fan, I think somebody asked me this recently: like, who would who would they want to see relegated, like Blue Wings or uh, Incheon? And I, I think I jokingly said so. But um, <laughs> but if I, if you I think joking. about it, but if I think about it, well, I said probably wasn't. But if I think about it, right? Obviously, as a Songnam fan, Blue Wings being relegated would be hilarious. But do I really want to not have Songnam? And yeah, at, 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 at the big bird. You know, away at, Suno, at, mm. at Blue Wings last, next year? No. Incheon, do I feel they deserve to be relegated? Probably really, to be honest. Mm. They've been in the, like, the last five years, they've escaped on the final day or the, or the last couple of days, yeah? Um, so, if it comes down to the final day, Blue Wings, Incheon United, final day, like, loser, loser, loses all type of thing. It's going to be a tough one. I'll watch the movie channel instead. Watch the baseball instead, maybe. But I mean, who knows? Maybe that'll be the same day as Good Two One are playing their uh, playoff final. Their playoff right? final. Speaking. Well, okay. So speaking of, of um, what do we call them? Good Two One or Nice Two One or, or whatever. Original Two. Maybe proper Two One. Proper Two One. Maybe they'll move into the Big Bird next year. <laughs> maybe yeah, they can switch. Maybe, maybe they can switch stadiums. Um, they're still they're, they're still clinging on. Jeju looking very good though. Yeah, I mean Jeju started really poorly. I think they lost. I'm not going to go into. It. I can't remember exactly. They lost the first couple of games. They looked as if. As if it was uh, too big a, a job for Kim. If yeah. I'm not Kim. Um, Nam Kiel. For Nam Kiel. Uh, but he has got them. I mean, he, he, he's he got them firing on all cylinders. Three C number four. 
uh, right now. And um, I'm going for 10. Bingo, right? Right, bingo. Uh, he has, I mean, he really has them playing some, some really good football as well. He's got coming Hung scoring goals that he couldn't do at, at, at uh, Songnam. Um, he's, yeah, he's, it, it's difficult to look at that league and not think Jeju are the ones that are going to win it. There's eight games left. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of points clear. Uh, your money's got to be on Jeju lifting, lifting title. Suwon so, so clinging on they, they actually beat the Buchan a bit of a bogey team of theirs but they yep. actually beat them last night just about they ground it out yep. obviously uh, obviously they went down to 10 men didn't they with the goalkeeper getting sent off and finally two very good corners Danilo getting on, on the end of the second one I think it was yep. they just about ground out that victory to stay within two points but it's, it's quite interesting because if you look at what I just said about Jeju like Suwon FC had the reverse of that like Suwon FC the first 10 games were flying they were absolutely brilliant. Like, and Byung Jun was like scoring goals left, right, and centre. The like, Massa, like, that partnership was absolutely amazing. And it seems as if since they brought in the the summer signings, is that what we call them? Like Lars Verdrick and uh, like, the ex. I think what we Blue Wings guy, right? Uh, the guys about fifty years old as well. Like since they brought in those signings, they've kind of he's been mixing and messing with the team too much. Uh, the master started. Well, on, they went about the nonsense bench. of taking off, taking off the youngster after yeah. thirty minutes, the Chinese Super League style. Yeah, but well, like, Massa was on the bench like, last night. He came on. He looked like a firecracker. He should have scored three. Yeah. Yeah, I think we, we mentioned it weeks ago that we worried the, the way Suwon were playing, the way that that high press they were using, the exceptionally physical game they were using. We did. We were concerned whether that could be maintained across the summer across the heat of the summer and perhaps it hasn't been that's yeah. possibly why they've had to change their tactics a little bit but they're still there they're still hanging in there yeah which is interesting because that is Nam Kiel's big thing as well I mean I said this on podcasts for like a couple of years you know like in the summertime Songnam looked terrible because they, they, they couldn't maintain that high press I thought it's because you wear black shirts and you know that the black yeah. shirts like retain the heat don't they instead of yeah. like retaining it off as opposed to the orange ones which opposed to orange ones which show you yeah. like, get rid <laughs> they of just the... reflect it back in the nice nice cooling effect yeah they reflect the heat they also reflect all kind of morality <laughs> sorry that's just the orange Calm. walk that's just the orange walk but anyway um, yeah I mean I think I don't want to say this because obviously Joe you know big member of the podcast and everything else but I think Jeju will win the league Joe said um, exactly that same thing yesterday. Yeah, yeah but Joe said also, that, he also says they've got no chance of winning them. <laughs> I think I think they'll win the playoffs. Like right now, it's uh, how, how are the players, they, they, if they finish, uh, team finishes second is a, is a buy straight to the final. The yep. final is a one-off, is it? Yes. At the at the stadium of the not as matters with no one in the stadium, but the at the stadium, stadium of the home of the home team, right? Okay. I mean, if it follows the the, the, the playoff format of the last couple of years, it, if we cut the league right now, uh, it would be Gyeongnam would play Daejeon in Daejeon Daejeon would win that they would then go to Suwon and play Suwon in Suwon Suwon would, would win that and they would be promoted no I'm just saying if that's how things yeah, go yeah so yeah and you, I, I don't know I mean the, the clubs behind points. there I mean there are other clubs who could possibly uh, Eland uh, uh, they're what are they fifth, fifth at the moment they're six now six. Yeah. Yeah. But and so basically the way the K2 is kind of formed right now you've got Jeju Two points clear of Suwon. Suwon are six points clear of Daejeon. So they're not going to throw away that six point. You wouldn't think so, no. I thought so. Then you have Gyeongnam, who are three points behind Daejeon. And then you've got Jonam and Eland, just a couple of points behind that. And then Anyang, no chance in front of okay. And bump the table, and San Gunners. For some well, reason, it is the, the usual, the usual time. Anyang obviously had. Anyang, Anyang, we talked about the, the teams who benefited from fans and 
being in the same. I think Anyang, they got it so right last year. After years and yeah. years and years of getting things wrong with this, North, our club is founded on hate and all that kind yeah. of nonsense. Okay. They finally completely changed things around last year. They made it a very family-friendly club. They put in those three temporary stands. They had an absolutely rollicking atmosphere at their games as well. Everyone right on top of yeah. the pitch. Yeah. They were getting four or 5,000 people into there. And there was a real momentum. They did really well last year. And now the momentum's gone. Yeah. I think that's a team that really has suffered from not yeah, having fans in the stadium definitely, this year. And I mean, it's quite interesting because Daegu built their stadium, and a whole big, big part of that was they sold out almost every home game last year. Mm. And obviously, you know, this year they don't seem to have been affected by it too much. But then again, when you have literally the best player in the K League playing for you, that's probably that's probably going to spur you on anyway, right? Diane. Uh, Diane, yeah. Mm. That's what I thought. Same for someone. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Uh, uh, we're going to be brief tonight. I know you briefly want to touch on one of your your favourite subjects, which is the ACL as well. I do indeed, yes. um, all, so, all sorts going on. So the ACL right now, as we technically speak, uh, is being played in West Regions. Um, and so there are, uh, let's just say there's what, four groups. So there's like 16 teams who should be playing right now. Only 15 rocked up at the airports. Uh, one of the teams, one of the ACL, one of the teams from somewhere, I'm not quite sure where, uh, refused to travel. And so the ACL have now, of course, obviously, uh, decided that they will... Um, forfeit? Forfeit all their games. Awada. 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 So they, are, they have been considered to have withdrawn from the competition, having failed to arrive in Doha. Right. All the games have been played in Doha, right? Um, so that's it. So they're out of the competition. Um, do we know any context to that? Like, is there local league going on at the moment, or is, is we um, don't know any context to it? No context. Just that ACL's announcement was uh, the subcommittee has has decided they'll be considered to have withdrawn because they failed to arrive. Okay. Um, so now what's happening is that, as I said, right now the Western region is being played right now. Um, so I'm going to guess their things have been postponed right now. Uh, then the K League. And, well, I mean, all the Asian, all the East region leagues, the, the K League is probably the easiest one to do this with. They're rushing through their season, uh, with the idea being they will complete the season by the end of October. So before any. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which means eight, seven, seven or eight games in the K1 and uh, the FA Cup semi final and final. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to assume the FA Cup final will be a one off, one leg. One of, a one-off match, right? I can't imagine they're going to play four games. So Songnam are obviously in the semi-final against John Book, and the other final, other semi-final, I think, is Osan Pohang, right? Um, so basically, all that stuff's got to be done before. They're then going to fly to still, as far as I can gather, an undesignated country, a non-designated country. Well, but, they originally designated them, and now it's been undesignated, yeah, yeah, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But so originally. Half the groups were going to, I think John Book's group, were going to be playing in Malaysia right. next to Jamie. But now that's been cut. That's not happening, I don't think, now. But what they have said is that the final will be a one-leg final now, no longer a two-leg final, and it will be held in Qatar. Well, of course, because we need to give the biggest advantage to the West Asian teams as possible. That's how the ACL has been run for the past 10 years. So, uh, yeah, because Qatar is completely 100% COVID-free. Yeah. Because it's so hot. Mm. Or something. Um, so basically, the so basically, this is a tournament that no one wants to happen except the organisers, isn't it? It's a tournament that I think even FIFA are like, why? 
it's a tournament that nobody gives no no team in it cares about no FA in it cares about because there's going to be no there's going to be no status in winning this tournament this year is so it? the Chinese Super League has just started back they just started back like two weeks ago like last week two weeks ago what are they going to do play the games for the next month and a half and then just watch stop it again it's crazy it's utterly crazy all just so that the AFC can, can complete their, their their tournament and what like it's for me it's it's a farce and this team not arriving being withdrawn okay I don't know what they could have done instead okay fine fair enough I get that the team didn't arrive so they couldn't postpone the games I guess but it's just it's becoming every every tweet they send every every week it becomes more and more of a farce yeah. the tournament should have just been cancelled um, they could then have discussed okay do we go with the same competitors from this year next year i.e. the Korean FA Cup winners don't count and first, second, third don't but count that's the problem we never know what the legal ramifications are of any of these uh, any decisions they might make yeah but I think to to keep ploughing ahead um, when countries all over the place are like spiking and it's just crazy I mean you look at France right now I mean PSG have got some like five or six players testing positive and the French think still going ahead so PSG still played at the weekend uh, Kylian and Mbappe. Now, now they've got several more of their players unavailable yeah. for the next few weeks. Like, Mbappe and Neymar couldn't play because mm-hmm. they're both positive. Oh no, I think Neymar did play. He Mbappe, got sent off. Yeah. He got sent off. Mbappe couldn't play because he was because he tested positive. Right. I mean, it's like it's this it, is crazy. I, I don't know. Football. Once again, I think we count our lucky stars for being where we are and watching yeah. the league that we we are, even if we have found it somewhat a little bit um, tedious? tedious at times. Yeah, yeah. indeed. Indeed. I think I think football in 2020 is something that it's a year we just write off and then we just kind of think about okay how can we make everything normal and proper and work in 2021 sounds like a motto for the world that it does indeed and start on, with football then move on in the world and on that note any other business yeah I'm done we're done okay.